Welcome to the CPRO Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. Cybersecurity is real, but it's difficult for many custom integrators to take action. They mostly default to whatever security measures are embedded in the hardware, but often that's not enough. According to a recent CEPRO study, 73% of integration companies don't offer any cybersecurity. At the same time, research by Malwarebytes shows 20% of work-from-home environments have suffered a cyber hack since the pandemic began in earnest back in March. To that end, cybersecurity company Invisys has joined up with National Central Station Avant-Garde and security funding solutions to bring a new package that dealers can tell, sell to their clients. In this week's podcast, Jamie Harrison, CEO of Invisys, Tony Smith from Security Funding Solutions, and Jeffrey Bradford and Johnny Noder of Avant-Garde chat with CE Pro's Jason Knott about the cybersecurity package and how dealers can benefit from becoming a go-to expert for their clients. Invisys is a cyber defense company, cyber risk management company. Uh, we, for 20 years, have focused in on uh, the consumer residential space and the small commercial, small business, medium-sized business space. And, and what we do is we find simple and affordable ways to bring the big boys' toys uh, to the little guy, you know, enterprise class solutions for cybersecurity, cyber risk management, identity theft protection, and, uh, you know, give it to the, to the small business owner, to their team, uh, to the homeowner, their family. Um, you know, so for a long time now, we, we've been um, working to solve the problem of security and identity theft being too complicated, too expensive, too hard to take action with. And, uh, you know, we've decided that uh, that's our mission is to simplify and make it affordable and solve problems out there in the world when it comes to uh, defending the home and defending the business. Avant-Garde is uh, basically one of the top wholesale uh, monitoring service, emergency monitoring service providers in the country. We uh, specialize in the security fire PERS and uh, IOT space as well for our, our wholesale monitoring. Where is the central station base? We have uh, two. We have one based in Ogden, Utah and one in Rexburg, Idaho. Well, Security Funding Solutions has uh, been around for uh, about 20 years, and we, uh, we provide uh, brokerage services to the industry. We provide financial services to the industry. And now this exciting new uh, realm of cybersecurity is something that uh, we've, we've signed a, uh, an agreement with uh, Invisys to uh, uh, promote and, and uh, market uh, cybersecurity and its allied uh, services to the security alarm industry. And I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased that Avant-Garde is the first uh, alarm central station to take advantage of these uh, new uh, services that are going to be uh, major as we, as an industry, grow and, and realize what's, uh, what's in front of us in the way of cybersecurity challenges. And uh, I think Invisys will be a, a, a marvelous addition to any company uh, in, the, in that regard. I spoke to a, uh, uh, a, a company this morning that is uh, a major uh, residential provider, and uh, they are considering uh, adding Invisys to uh, uh, their services. And I think this is going to be a, a, a hot fire in a, in, a, in a wasteland of need. 
that we're that we're going to uh, uh, be very successful with it as we move down the road. So give me a sense exactly of what the nature of the the package is. Is it a package that includes uh, bringing a, a security solution that includes a cybersecurity element and a you know is as part of the monthly or and it's with a, a finance option. Give me a sense of exactly what the package is. The the the, the cyber defense plan or package for for residential uh, is a very unique and powerful program that's brand new. Uh, we've innovated it uh, over the past six months or so. What, what we see the need for is a comprehensive approach to cyber defense in the, in the home. And how we define that is there's risk in terms of, of identity theft and credit fraud and, and that area of risk. There's risk with devices, computers, networks, smart home automation, uh, home security systems, everything going online, the whole IoT concept, right? So there's the whole uh, idea of devices uh, and security around those devices. So our solution includes um, services and protections around the devices. So identity theft and credit, devices and computers. Third is technical support, uh, a full on-demand unlimited technical support team at your uh, beck and call for anything tech related uh, when it comes to security and and technical support with your network in your home, for example. Um, And then finally, uh, the, com- the last component is online privacy, and that is everything from your social media presence to your online activities, purchasing, banking, schooling, working from home, uh, all of those concepts around online privacy and security. And we have uh, a variety of solutions in that area, including social media monitoring. Um, what's driving demand in this area is you watch the change um, in, in the way that the home environment uh, is moving and trending the at-home learning model is going to be explosive for the next foreseeable future, decade, two decades, as universities and K-12 through transition to an at-home learning model. I don't believe after COVID that we're going to see this retract much. It may temporarily, but we're laying the groundwork for the home to be the center for at-home learning in a lot of ways that I don't think we comprehend today. Same principle holds true for at-home work. People who remotely work from their home office. Um, that's going to be a trend that sticks. Um, and, and then you, you, you take a look at everything else that we already do at home uh, digitally and combine that with home automation, um, smart home development technology and the integration with uh, smart security systems for the home. Um, the, the home, the residential space is a hotspot for cybercrime. And what the market needs is a a comprehensive solution that does everything from financial controls like identity and credit to device and network, computers and tablets and phones and Wi-Fi connections and smart home systems, uh, smart security systems to online privacy uh, and everything dealing with your online world, including online learning and working from home. And so our solution actually does all of that in one place, in one centralized dashboard that the... uh, parent or a homeowner can literally manage every area of risk when it comes to cyber defense for your household. That has never been done before in the industry. This is a first and we believe it's the future. Uh, and and we're, we're excited to introduce this next generation type of protection, cyber protection through, through the home security and the home automation and the consumer electronics industries. We think that there's uh, huge real estate gains to be made in this space. 
um, by complementing existing services with what I just outlined, speaking specifically about residential. Uh, more and more articles are going to be written about smart home automation and integration with work and home. And these integrators are going to be dealing with the issue of security, just like the home alarm companies are going to be dealing with integration with smart devices into their home security system. This convergence of all of these digital frontiers needs to have complementary services and protection and support. Uh, and that's what we've innovated. We're a 20 year old company. We've been doing this for the home environment for quite some time, but this combination of multiple things, none of what I just described, by the way, is something that's new to us. Uh, when I say we innovated it, what we did is we took our identity protection package and our cybersecurity programs and our social media monitoring programs and our technical support team and our call center, and we've merged and combined it all into one simplified dashboard and interface. That's what makes this so powerful and revolutionary is we've simplified the concept of cyber risk management at home or cyber defense at home, and we've made it super affordable so that every homeowner can participate. So you asked a great question, which is how does it integrate into the channel? There's the most successful way we are finding currently is for integrators and providers and monitoring companies to include base level coverage with every customer account as, as a group coverage or a blanket coverage model, where when you subscribe or when you become a customer of XYZ company, you also automatically get some cyber defense, some ID theft protection benefits as a part of the plan. And then from there, the family or the residents has the ability to upgrade into premium plans that have more features and functionality based on their needs. Um, the idea, um, if you understand the product life cycles and how they go, um, the homeowners don't quite yet get, the residential market doesn't quite get cyber defense for the home yet. It won't be long before they all get it and every one of them is going to be crying for help. And they're going to be turning to someone they trust for help. And the question is, who are they going to turn to? And, and of course, everybody in this space, in your space, our space, we all want to own a little piece of that real estate or a big piece of that real estate. That, that's really where the a magical opportunity is right now at the early adopter stage before the customer starts crying for this stuff. We have a chance to go in and educate, promote, uh, you know, keep people aware of the threats and give them baby steps in. And that's what that basic coverage is. It's a baby step in, a foot in the door. And then once you've got a foot in the door and they're starting to see security alerts, they're getting updated, they're getting educated, their online learning at home suddenly is more safe and secure. They're getting help with uh, online uh, work from home. Um, you know, all these magical things start happening on the back end for them. And then they realize, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I have a cyber defense company working for me. Um, I believe someday every homeowner, every residence is going to be able to answer the question of who, who does your cyber defense? Who does your cyber risk management for you? And it's not going to be an antivirus company. And it's not going to be an identity theft company. Those guys focus on singular things, minute things um, that are a part of a whole, a much larger formula of protection that's going to be required for residences going forward. Now I could do the very same type of discussion on the commercial side that, you know, you got to have a foot in the door. You've got to have an easy way to introduce it. And, and when we integrate our small business, mid-sized business solutions, we have similar types of programs that are comprehensive in nature that are affordable for small business, small commercial. Um, they need to start somewhere with basic ideas and coverages and then move into upgraded premium protection as they understand their needs 
and as we coach them on what their needs are. So that's kind of the model mm -hmm. and, and the partnership that we uh, are seeking is people who want to take that next step in expanding their quote unquote real estate. You know, they want to acquire new customers. They want to create new recurring monthly revenue. Uh, they, they want to increase customer retention. Uh, some, some are looking for subscription-based revenue that they can capitalize on. There's, I'm sure in the consumer electronics space, there's people who are installers, but man, if they could create a residual out of this, how amazing would that be, right? So there's just really great, great opportunities to get in early, create your footprint, and, and leverage this idea of cyber as this market explodes. You watch 5G come on board, you watch AI explode over the next five to 10 years. We think we have cyber problems now, just wait. And it's gonna take a company like us who's monitoring and innovating and developing and bringing simple and affordable turnkey solutions to the market. Everything out there now is complex and expensive and people don't get it. Uh, even integrators don't get it. <laughs> uh, I think, you, I think you answered a lot of good, good questions. You know, one thing we did a study earlier in the spring and I might've shared it with you. 73% of integrators offer no cybersecurity. And is it because, and let me ask, get your reaction to that. Is it because there was no demand from customers and the cust or is it a lot of times they don't want to bring it up because they're bringing up a potential vulnerability to the same equipment that they're trying to install in the home? Or is it because it was just too complicated and there was nothing, no simple solution and they don't want to be seen as a guy who's out there trying to pitch a LifeLock solution or something like right. that? Yeah, that's a very, very good question. We spend a lot of time studying the market and the demand in the market for this. So here's our understanding of it. The integrators, number one, first and foremost, don't have the education or experience in cybersecurity. Nobody's trained them. They don't have the credentials. They don't support it. They're not, they're not selling it. It takes a little bit of a leap for an individual without a company like us backing them up and giving them that information and that education to jump into this space just on a whim and because a customer asked. It, it's, a, it's a different skill set. You can talk about uh, IT integrators, you know, the, the guys that do the, the networking and the computer connections and they support that stuff. They do intrusion detection monitoring. And in our world, there's a number of guys that are good integrators, good IT people, but they don't have real cybersecurity experience. So there's a, there's a new skill set that has to be developed over time for these integrators and for home security companies. That, that's the first weakness in, in, the, in the puzzle. The second is the consumer um, doesn't know where to turn and typically is not asking today. Um, where we see the consumer asking is when you go into the home and you change things up for them. You bring in a new panel on the wall. You bring in new cameras that are available on their cell phone to see. You bring in a doorbell you bring in a home security system that integrates now into Wi-Fi and does all these fancy things. You've got the do-it-yourself models coming in. When change happens like that, what we're seeing happen is at the moment of decision, when they're signing an application, when they're in there signing a service agreement, there's concern, there's questions. Do I need to give you my social and date of birth? Do you need to pull credit? You know, if... if how, how do I feel secure with you touching my network, touching my intellectual stuff here in my house? How do I feel safe and secure? That's the big tipping point that the industry is waiting for is 
when does the consumer go, I've had enough of privacy risk. I need somebody to solve the problem for me. And then they're going to say, who do I turn to? I think that that change is, is there's a window of that change happening now. And correct me if, if I'm wrong with the, uh, the work from home and the distance learning trend that's taking place. Absolutely. All these people are coming in now who had crummy networks that couldn't handle it. And now they've, they've realized they need to have some sort of enterprise grade level network in their home. And it's an opportunity to come in with a cybersecurity. In fact, I saw a study, I sent, shared it to you guys. Malwarebytes said 20% of work from home uh, um, um, environments had had a breach since the pandemic. That's right. Which is exactly. an enormous number. Absolutely. I don't ever want to say that COVID is an opportunity, <laughs> but the industry, all of us have been trending towards integration, have been trending towards the convergence of digital and physical. COVID escalated that tenfold over. It pushed people back into the home and the school back into the home for work and school. And, and what we're seeing is an escalation in timing. You're, you're going to see 5G ramped up. You're going to see a lot of things ramped up because of the trend that just happened since March of this year. And, and what that means is there's an opportunity for people right now. That, that window that you're talking about, there is a window to jump on this and claim your stake in this space. Somebody's going to take that business in that home environment, in that remote work from home environment, in that online distance learning environment. Someone is going to stake their claim in cyber in that area. And, and boy, what a perfect opportunity for the integrators, you know, and for alarm companies and people who deal with um, the security and safety of a home and the automation of a home already. Let me ask you to, uh, to riff on another thing that I hear from integrators quite often, which is, Hey, I don't need to offer cybersecurity because I'm already offering Cisco and Ruckus. I'm offering the high-end networks that have hardware with some sort of uh, cyber protection in them already. Why is that not enough? I'll just tell you a personal story. I'm fairly technically savvy. Um, I just implemented a whole control force system in my house. I've got integration from top to bottom. I think I've got 88 different endpoints in my home network between cameras and doors and, you know, my, my smart TVs and my smart appliances and all this, you can, in it, you can put a firewall in, you can put a router in that's smart. You can even effectively manage that thing. But the consumer, the residents, they don't understand it. They don't, they don't know what it means. It's very complicated for them. I'm pretty technically savvy and I have had to spend hours figuring out the nuances of security in my own home system. And I know this stuff pretty well. Um, so, so you can't slap a hardware or a software solution on this and think you're done. That's just the first line of defense. Behind that has to come a team, a call center, uh, consultants, guys who that you can pick up the phone and call and say, hey, tell me what this means. There's supposedly some kind of a firmware update to my camera system. What am I supposed to do? I heard about that. What do I do? Right? Well, now what? Who are you going to turn to? And the Cisco's of the world, they're charging enterprise rates for that. And they don't deal in the residential space this way. They don't have that support network and that infrastructure. So it's going to take the emergence of new solutions with new channels and, and, and companies behind it to bring the support system and the technology to the table all in one package. That simplifies it for the consumer market. 
now you got somebody to count on. So how has at Avant Garde, let me ask Jeffrey or Johnny, how have you trained your central station operators to respond to a cybersecurity uh, breach or phone call from a customer or, or activation? Johnny, you want to take a stab at that? Well, this partnership um, with Invisus is just, I mean, this thing is just launching. Um, and I believe, I think that still is on, I think that, I think that piece of it may still be on, on James's end. I don't know if, if you can speak to that or not. So, but the yeah. plan is, is the plan, Jamie, that you're going to train avant-garde operators to respond to these signals, these breaches? That, that really is, is a question for avant-garde on if they want to do frontline support when it comes to cyber. We as a company handle frontline support for this solution. So even when we're partnering with an avant-garde, we would probably retain first-line, frontline customer support when it comes to cybersecurity. Okay, so let's say a breach, occur, a breach occurs, uh -huh. they, they identify it, and then they would turn to your tech support team to, to respond yeah. based upon the service Correct. agreement. With our solution, they'll, they'll already know who to turn to. They'll know our hotline phone number. They'll know the people that they've already met because we've done security checkups in their home already at this point. They'll know our team and our solution, and they're going to be getting alerts and updates and reports from us. So when anything cyber happens, when you say breach, in our world, that's if there is a cyber attack in the home, a virus, a ransomware attack, you know, something happens, a child is bullied online and the parent's wondering what to do. Anything that can, you know, cause concern or fear, we get the phone call. And we've been dealing with that for two decades. And so, so we have a triage process in here where we take those inbound calls and, and we do a, an initial assessment and we find out exactly what happened. And then we break that down and put their mind at ease. Like, no, you really don't have anything to worry about and here's why. Or, yeah, this might be a problem. Let's do some investigation and let's look into it. This is what we're trained to do and what we're experts in. And I don't imagine alarm companies or, or systems integrators or consumer electronics companies, I'm not sure that they're going to want to step into that frontline support role when it comes to that. So we provide the hotline. We provide that triage customer experience. Um, but everything's done in partnership with our partner companies. So in our system, we know it's an avant-garde customer, or we know it's an alarm dealer, or we know it's an integrator. And, and we've, we've profiled the, comp the, 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 the client and the company that they came through. So it's an amazing process because we allow them to like create a, a profile in our system that says, I work from home or I do school at home and I've got these devices, these TVs, um, you know, I've got this many kids and this is their ages and I need social media for this and that. We have this awesome protective profile and an umbrella of coverage. And when they call in, we know what their needs are almost in advance, <laughs> you know, and, and it's really hard for anybody else to be in that position. So, so do, you, do you have like a tech support group there? Like, of you know, this could be thousands of phone calls if there's a, yeah. you know, some sort of, you know, Egyptian strange, you know, <laughs> virus that hits right away, you know? That's right. I mean, how can you handle, how can you, how can oh, for one, sure. you can, yeah, okay. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've got a call center right here in our headquarters and, and uh, the training systems to scale at, at will are in place. Um, we actually have uh, integrated now a work from home environment for our staff as well, so that we've got this ability without even an office expansion to expand exponentially our team here. Um, but we've been doing it for a long time and we've got, 
you know, some of our clients, some of our singular clients have over 5,000 customers in our system. You know, one, okay. one company would have 5,000 residential customers in our system. J Jason, I, I, I can add something to that, I think. Uh, it's, it's what is called a hot link. So when, 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 when a customer uh, has a problem and they call in to their number they're used to calling into, all a central station has to do is hot link it direct to Invisus and to deal with it. Comcast does that right now with a company called support.com who handles all of their service problems uh, before they end up going to a technician. And they do that to, because it's hard to train the central station operators to answer service problems. So this is, this is a hot link situation where you're gonna see actually as, as the industry grows multiple uh, uh, service organizations that handle specific problems or issues, much as we're talking about handling here. So yeah, is, is Avant-Garde's real role here as, a, as somebody who's marketing this plan to their dealer base versus somebody who's actually, and you just mentioned the hot link, but actually providing the service. You're more, is this a marketing role that you're providing there? Yeah, so I can speak to that. Um, my understanding today is that, in fact, we are not going to be doing any monitoring uh, initially um, for the cybersecurity things that Invisus is doing. Um, like Jamie said, they're, they're the best of that. We're the best of the, the purse, the security, the fire, and, and so forth monitoring. Um, but our role, as we partner with so many um, world-class uh, dealers out there, is to just form a, a strong partnership of education and and uh, facilitate other partnerships for them. So yes, in a sense, it is more of a marketing play initially, where we will um, introduce them um, to Invisus, the value that they can provide. And um, again, they're entrusting their brands to us when they partner with us. So we are not just choosing anybody to partner with here. We're choosing the best because um, these dealers really value um, what we share with them, what we recommend. And so um, I think this partnership can be fantastic for that reason. Is there a package price that you're going to the, to the market with, or does it really depend on the number of, of points in the home and or points in the facility? You really, you, you can't offer somebody a, you know, $29 uh, monthly thing when they've got thousands of, of access points or something like that. What's, what's the package? We are giving uh, package pricing that Invisus has made available to us, to our partners. Um, Jamie, do you want to address more? Does that yeah, does that range by size of the system? Sure. Yeah, it, it, and actually, uh, the, the way our residential program works is very simple. Um, the, the, the base package that is bundled with services, like if it's bundled with uh, a monthly billing with an alarm company, for example, uh, would be at a set wholesale rate to the alarm dealer so that they could then include that and, and either pass along a small surcharge to the customer or invest in that themselves and not pass along the cost. So we give the dealer the opportunity to, uh, to make that happen, to be the good guys and bring these additional foot in the door benefits immediately right up front. When the, when the consumer uh, opts to upgrade to a premium package, for example, we've simplified it down to either an individual plan or a family plan. And there's three different uh, levels of protection. Uh, we have our we have our essentials and our elite and, and coming soon our elite plus plan, um, and basically it's good, better, best, right? You you can 
pick some of the features. You can pick a lot of the features. Or you can get all the features of what we offer. Um, and we're not basing it on numbers of uh, people in the home or, or numbers of, of devices in the home. Um, it, it's, when you do a family plan, you're basically covered for the devices and the, the network in the home, plus all the people in the home, all the children up to the age of 18. There's no limit to that. And uh, you know, our, our, our low end plan on a family coverage, on a residential plan with a family for up to two, two adults and all the children up to the age of 18, uh, you know, we're, we're down, I can't remember the price we're going to market with now. Is it 15, 18? And then our top end is individuals like 895 a month. Uh, our top end family plan with everything in it is like 34.95 a month. Um, that gives you the range, uh, you know, from an individual to a full family. And then there's multiple price points within that that really fit the needs of the household we would never try to push somebody into a plan that didn't fit. So that's why we've created this matrix. So there's, yeah, and that, that, that's a point I needed, I needed to make is that the partnership with Avant-Garde is the ability for us to work with an organization that has a lot of dealers and can potentially provide big volume. So we're passing along special pricing through Avant-Garde. And, and this is one of the advantages they're going to have in introducing this to the market. It's not, for Avant-Garde, it's not just about, um, helping their dealers move into this next phase of growth uh, and leading that charge, being thought leaders in this space. I think that's one of the genius things that Avant-Garde is going to do is they're going to become a thought leader to their dealers. Um, and that's really important to, to take these types of risks, to innovate like this. Um, you've got to have a solid company lead the charge like that. And we're, we're doing it. Avant-Garde's partnering with us to do it in their space. Um, and then we're going to give the right tools and support systems to the dealers. But in the process, we're also basically negotiating better pricing across the board for everybody. So, you know, there's a Jason, reason for them to go to work with Avangard. Jason, what, what I, what I mentioned that I talked to a dealer this morning and, and uh, suggested the blanket approach uh, to getting started with, with uh, uh, identity theft and, and, and cyber. And, and that was increase your rate three bucks and provide the basic service as a blanket coverage to all of your customers. Three bucks is a rate increase. We don't do rate increases very often in the alarm industry because we're afraid of losing customers. But if you hand them identity theft basic coverage and, and uh, some computer maintenance basic coverage at the time you raise that rate, you not only will have margin, but you will, but you, and you will cover your cost. For, for those basic services. So it's, it's, a, uh, it's a marketing tool and, and uh, it is a way to build uh, uh, stickiness uh, with the uh, customer. Now, if they're thinking of canceling their service, they know they're gonna have to cancel two services because they'll lose the identity theft and computer maintenance. Let me ask you another question. I know it's going to be on the mind of, of a lot of the readers is what are you doing uh, or what does the dealer need to do to protect his liability in this situation? Is there a new contract that needs to be uh, sent to the customer? Uh, whoever wants to address that. I'll address cyber liability. There's two levels of, of and this, that's a great, great question. Alarm dealers and, and systems integrators are at risk of, of having data breaches happen. Why? Because they have a customer base. Hackers are targeting managed service providers, systems integrators, alarm companies, 
So there's two forms of risk. There's the risk at the customer level and their own personal risk in their home or their business. And then there's the risk at the dealer or the, the monitoring company level. So you have to clean your house. You got to get your house in order. You need to lock down your dealer uh, business. You've got to lock down your own company first and assure your client that you're taking all the steps necessary to prevent a breach from happening so that their information isn't exposed. Think of all the data breaches in the news today. If, if you're not taking this seriously as a business today, you're behind the eight ball. Uh, there's too much litigation, too much legal liability, too much financial liability to a business today to not be prepared and be compliant with federal law and state law when it comes to cybersecurity and data breach uh, regulations. On the other side, you have the customer relationship. So by getting your own house in order, you're able to tell the customer with assurance, we've done what we need to do to secure our, your information. We're good stewards of your data. We're taking care, here's how we do it. And you need to be able to tell that story. Then you need to say, we also want you to be safe and secure in your home or in your business. And here's our plan for that. This is how we're gonna help you do that. So then you engage them at the service level and say, here's a program, here's a plan, or we're bundling and we're giving you this coverage right out of the gates as a part of your contract with us. Um, the liability rests on our side, not with the dealer. We're the cybersecurity company. This is one important distinction. You, you don't want to, our recommendation is you don't present yourselves as the cybersecurity company, but that you've partnered with a cybersecurity company. Create that, that arm's length transaction, create that little bit of a distance there and let us be the cybersecurity guys and handle the risk at, at the home environment. Our service agreement um, if, if, you know, we were to integrate with somebody else's product and bundle them together, there's going to be some language in that service agreement that will need to be updated um, to be able to provide those services. You know, if we're, if we're going to be remotely connecting into a consumer's home and doing a cyber checkup on their house with their router and their computer and other, we need to have some terms and conditions into play, in, in place on that. But the liability really rests on our side, not on the dealer side. That should be good news. So there, there should be language that the dealer either puts into his contract that because dealers have the limitation of liability clause in their contracts now for the security side. That's what I'm trying to ask is that there's a current limitation of liability clause probably doesn't apply to cybersecurity. So they're going to have to either have a clause or present a direct contract from you to the customer. Correct. Okay. Yep. And we, we have our policies, we have a privacy policy, we have, we have a service agreement with terms and conditions, and all, all the things we've used for years, we're going to basically push down into this relationship and shield the dealer from that liability, um, where, where the language really, you're exactly right, if, if they're going to bundle it into their billing relationship with the customer, then the terms and conditions probably need to be modified a little bit my recommendation is you don't take on really about a lot of liability language in there. You basically just say, we work together with this company and you agree to abide by their terms and conditions. And, you know, and that you, you, you point to the service terms and conditions on our side. And then we provide that to the customer through an email on a website so that it's readily available and visible to the customer at that point. So if, if you're giving it away, uh, you know, in our, like a blanket coverage program, there's, there's going to be a graceful way to do that, that, um, you know, accomplishes everything you're talking about between financial and, and legal liability and then customer uh, happiness and, and uh, peace of mind. Tony, where's the funding element to this? 
the funding element. Yeah, I mean, is this is this when they're out there with a customer and they're they're doing a um, you know a a, a, a um, financial check on the customer and then they're subsidizing that that installation or is there some sort of is this for um, bundled purchases or you know where is where does your funding you know are you offering funding to the dealer to subsidize the the, the customer? No. What? No. This is whether in, in, in business and my funding activities are separate. Uh, they may very well, uh, uh, as an example, Avantgarde hopefully will adopt uh, my our funding program uh, since they're going to be doing the monitoring for some of our, our customers, but it will, will not be connected to Invisus and that service. Uh, there, and there's nothing really to fund because there is no equipment. Right. And there's and there's no software. All of it is resides within Visas, and so it's strictly a billing function. I think this the exciting part about the financial side of this, and maybe uh, th this is a roundabout way of, of in the way I see this. When a consumer signs a three-year contract or a five-year contract, I think what Tony's doing is he's making it possible that the the financing of that three or five-year term you could include the cyber defense plan in that financing so that the consumer is basically rolling the new cyber plan in together with their other plan and it's all one thing and you don't have a separate line item for billing and it's all handled behind the scenes. Tony, is that an accurate statement? That is, that is correct. And if, when I use the example of the blanket coverage, Jason, I, I said, let's say we add $3 to the rate well, that three dollars can be can be financed through the finance program, uh, so that the customer uh, never 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 knows that he's paying extra for it. That's a powerful way to advance the mission of a of a dealer. You know, to say we we don't just do physical security; we also do digital security, and it's all part of your service. That way at the door, when you're landing that client contract or when you're renewing a client contract, there's it's just all positive news. There's, there's no questions about it. It's just like, wow, you're, you're different.